Hi there, and welcome to episode 34 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. Today's episode is Marble Madness for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Enjoy. Hello again, this is the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Vicky. And we're here to talk to you about some of the most interesting video game music there is. Tonight we get to listen to an excellent soundtrack of a game that I spent way too much time on as a kid. I'm talking about the isometric ball-rolling classic, Marble Madness. A few episodes ago, Vicky did an interview with Darren Corp, the composer for Bastion. During the interview, he had mentioned that he was a big fan of the NES Marble Madness soundtrack, and while it was already on my list of games to do, I took that opportunity to move it closer to the top of the list of games to cover. So here we are, raring and ready to listen to some excellent music. Spherical excellent music. Because marbles are spheres. Uh, Vicky, yeah, I'm, I'm hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Shut me up and hit us with some history. <laughs> Marble Madness has appeared on a multitude of platforms over the years, but it got its start in arcades back in 1984. It all boils down to one or two players controlling marbles and rolling them safely to the goal. Each stage incorporates all manner of traps ranging from marble munchers, vacuum cleaners, pitfalls, evil black marbles, and more. While the arcade's release was controlled with a trackball, when it came time to port to the NES, some concessions had to be made. Fortunately, porting duties fell to Rare, and they handled it brilliantly. The NES port was remarkably fun and visually impressive for the time. Ultimately, Marble Madness is a short but sweet game. The music of Marble Madness was originally composed by Brad Fuller and Hal Cannon. Both men were sound programmers for Atari and have some great credits to their names. Uh, Cannon worked on music for games like Gauntlet, Zybots, and Tubin, while Fuller worked on 720, Klax, and the arcade version of Tetris. How Cannon is something of a mystery, as I wasn't able to find much information on him anywhere online. In fact, the one website that I did find with some information on him said, nobody knows where he is or what he's doing, like, since the 80s, which is kind of awesome. Oh uh, Fuller, on the other hand, has a relatively well-documented history, including finding some, founding some companies and continuing to work on music across multiple mediums. Unfortunately, Mr. Fuller passed away in January 2016 from pancreatic cancer. So sad. Very sad. It, it really is, but uh, you know what? We're, we're honoring uh, Mr. Fuller tonight, uh, yes. I would say. The NES version, which is the one that we're focusing on tonight, uh, the music was done by Mr. David Wise, you, who you may know from Donkey Kong Country, Battletoads, or me endlessly gushing about how much I love his music on this very podcast. <laughs> uh, Wise, as usual, did a fantastic job of translating the arcade original's music to the NES, as you are about to hear. Now, Vicky, do you have any history with this game? I don't have any history with this game, but is it kind of the same as Marble Blast Ultra. You know, I'm going to say that it is in some ways similar to this. Um, it's uh, obviously much older. This is the you know, Marble Blast Ultra is a 3D game. Yeah. Um, but it's a similar thing as in you're rolling a ball through, you're rolling a marble through a weird... Uh, puzzle maze. Thing. Puzzle maze, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it is, it is uh, you could definitely say, I would definitely say that this game was inspired by Marble Madness. Okay, cool. Um, so, so the, uh, my experience with this game comes from 
the NES version. Uh, yeah. I remember seeing a commercial for it when I was uh, a kid and thinking, oh, wow, that looks super fun. And we went out and we, we got it. And I was right. It was super fun. Uh, and then years later, I eventually tracked down the arcade version of it. And it, I had the trackball. And I was like, whoa, this game is way harder with a trackball. Because <laughs> uh, trackball controllers are just so much fun. Um, but yeah, I fell in love with the NES version immediately. And mostly because of um, the music, um, particular track one, which we're about to listen to. So uh, let's get started. Track number one is from the, the very first, it's the first music you hear in the game. The NES version, there's no music playing over the title screen. Um, and as soon as you fire up the game, uh, you get the music for the practice stage, which is a very simple stage where you start at the top and you roll your way down to the bottom to the goal. Um, and this song is my favorite song of the night. Uh, we're, we're, we're kicking it off with my absolute favorite. It is an incredibly simple song. It's, a, it's, it's repetitive, it's, it's simple, but there's something about it that is just immensely calming to me. I, I love this track so much. And typically speaking, when you hear somebody cover music from Mobile Madness, like I know I'm not alone in this because I've heard a handful of covers of this stage. And I've heard more covers of this stage music than any other song in the entire game. There's just something about it that's incredibly catchy. So um, let's go ahead and give it a listen. This is our track one for the night, Practice from Marble Madness. smile every single time I hear it. Um, what did you think of that one? Very simple and sweet. <laughs> Those are some very good words for it. Um, this this uh, th this song probably is the largest departure from the arcade version of the soundtrack. Um, in the arcade version, it's a lot more, I guess, freeform. Uh, whereas this one has a very distinct, like it's it's very concise. These notes all play for a very specific period of time, and and it's a very structured song. And in the arcade version, really the only part you hear is the the little the little ping pong part, the little do 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 do. Uh, you hear that consistently throughout. It's a bit quieter, mm -hmm. and then the rest of it is just this kind of very 80s waves of and it, it kind of matches it matches the notes that uh, play in this version but it's a lot more sporadic and I really really like what David Wise did with this piece to make it work with the NES because the NES isn't good at ambient music too well like the the the, the chip tunes can be very abrasive and stretching them out into like big weird ambient uh, wafting 80s noises doesn't really work too well which is why you know some of the best ambient music comes from something like metroid with little bleeps and bloops um but but turning this into a very uh very concise and very structured piece uh, it was 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 brilliant and 
One thing that's interesting about this piece, and I've also noticed this, noticed this in other David Wise uh, soundtracks, is um, the music itself doesn't loop correctly. And I, I, I almost wonder if this particular instance of it in the practice stage here is to try to match the fact that it doesn't loop correctly in the original version. Because um, in the Cobra Triangle soundtrack, uh, particularly in the Dispose of the Mind stage, this, is another, it was, this song was composed by Wise, you know, top to bottom, and every time it loops, the pieces don't quite match up. And I wonder if it's like, is that a problem with the programming with Rare NES games, uh, or was it some sort of intentional thing here and not intentional there? Was it intentional in both places? David Wise, if you're listening, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so so the practice stage really doesn't have a lot to it as far as the actual stage itself. You go over a few hills. Uh, there's some neat jumps you can make if you really uh, really want to waste some time uh, jumping over these jumps and getting some extra points. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, stage one is where the game truly begins because stage one is where you start to get hazards. Yay! Um, Things get in your way. You see the black marble for the first time, and it tries to knock you off the stage. And um, I believe there's marble munchers in this stage, which are these cute little green worm-looking things. They walk around like inchworms, and they jump up and try to land on you. And if they land on you, they'll eat you. Uh, otherwise, they'll just miss. So uh, let's go ahead and listen to the music for Stage 1. So here we go. Stage 1 from Marble Madness. Enjoy. <laughs> This is where this is where the composition starts to get really interesting. Um, this is really fun for me. I'm assuming. Did you listen to this stuff ahead of time? No, this is the first okay. time I listened to it. Love this this is really exciting then, because the compositions going forward get so much more interesting. Like whereas practice was very simplistic, mm -hmm. like there's some really really interesting and and very odd composition that you don't usually hear out of an NES game and. Uh, it, while it all really made sense in the realm of the arcade games at the time, hearing this kind of music coming out of the NES is, is relatively unique. It's, it is this very complex music. It's, it's so cool. So, um, I really like that, that stage music. I've, I've always been a fan of that one. Um, I really love the, the, the harmony parts where it gets really pretty. The da -da -da. Mm -hmm. It's 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 so nice, and the fact that it it then repeats like a second time, it gives you one of them the first loop, and then it gives you two of them the second loop, and then it you know it wraps back around. It's it's just a smart piece of music. It's it's so pretty, and and the way that he takes the, it's got kind of a walking bass line going on, and then um, using that channel of the bass to just kind of add this extra harmony to that that 
de de-escalating part is just it's just gorgeous. It's so well done. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our track number three, which is going to be stage two. Now, track number one, uh, sorry, track stage one was uh, mostly blue. Probably the worst, the worst part of that one. Ah, uh, the worst part of that stage is this bit towards the end where there's this like mirrory substance that when you go across it, it makes this weird noise. So in the arcade, it makes a weird noise. In NES, it doesn't make a noise, but you it kind of controls your marble for you and you have to go at just the right angle Ooh. to like loop around to make it to the other side it's oh it's so obnoxious but it's <laughs> it's it's a really neat little trick so stage two if i'm remembering correctly stage two is the orange stage and you start out on a ramp and then you go through a maze and this is the stage with the acid pools oh the acid pools and the waves oh so much so much cool stuff in the stage um Another very cool piece, so let's give it a listen. Here is stage two from Marble Madness. It's it's so complex. It's so crazy. Oh man! Like it goes to that weird, almost like circusy part where the 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 sounds start getting really kind of um, warped, and then it um, uh, if if you're playing through the stage and you're going like really fast, like you get to that part where everything seems kind of warped, right towards this really really difficult to get through maze part where these giant green waves start moving along and you have to jump in like roll yourself in between the waves and then back out again safely to get to the finish line it's and then it just kind of it, it kind of shit it starts off with that real intensity with the and it's it's got drums which is a like kind of a, a, a driving drum beat the whole time mm -hmm. and then you get to that part where it, it starts getting really intense and then it just shifts right over to this really beautiful harmonies and the drums slowly fade out um, and then eventually pick themselves back up um, through a second uh, through a second loop. At least I, I think that they would. The thing about this game is that you don't typically spend a whole lot of time on the stages, so you don't really get to sp hear an awful lot of loops. Uh, this game is very tightly timed, and the faster you get through the stages, the more bonus time you get added to your time for the next course and the next course. Um, but you're all, you're constantly racing against the clock, so. You don't really get to hear this music loop all that often in game. So, uh, either way, really, <laughs> as I'm listening to it, like I've listened to these songs dozens of times, but for some reason, listening to it right now, I, I forget really to listen to how great and complex some of this stuff is. So, oh boy, good times. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, let's move on to stage three, which is our track number four. Uh, this stage 
this this is an interesting track. Uh, this is another track similar to Practice, where um, there's not a ton going on in the arcade version. Um, the arcade version is very um, a collection of sounds, and in this one, they managed to turn it into a song. And it's probably my least favorite track to listen to on its own, but it fits the stage flawlessly. Um, and I'll, I'll explain that a little bit better after we listen to it. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in. This is uh, track number four, stage three from Marble Madness. <laughs> upsetting um, <laughs> and that's the thing you start off this stage with no control well <clears throat> every other stage in the game you've got control of your marble from the get-go this stage starts off and you fall and then roll down a extremely thin ramp and then just land with a, a whole lot of inertia into the track and there's so much going on in this track because you start off you're rolling down you're trying to get through a couple of different branching paths right you've got one side that's got um these vacuums that come up and if you roll in front of them they'll just suck you in piece by piece it's like it's actually kind of disturbing for a marble and then the other side you've got this real bumpy ground and um you go over these these uh, bumps to land inside of this uh funnel thing but then at a certain point you have to start making jumps there's ramps and you got to get enough speed to make it over these jumps and then the very end of it is this the one of the tougher chunks of the game to get past sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes you'll get lucky and you'll roll right past it and i mean that literally <laughs> um but so it, it's these hammers they call them the rammer hammers they come out of the ground and just swing around and you've got to roll past them without getting knocked off and i can't tell you how many times i've made it to that point in the stage and just gotten blocked every single time by the hammers and it's it shouldn't because it's it's a pattern that's very recognizable for some reason the this music really helps add to the urgency of this stage it's all red and silver and it just has this very kind of dour tone to it and uh, boy it, it works really well for the stage it sounds like a dungeon level to me yeah, I, I could I could definitely see this in a dungeon level. If this were a regular adventure game, no doubt. Very, very dungeon-esque. <laughs> so uh, going from that track onto this track is... Not, could not be more different from one another. <laughs> uh, stage 4 in Marble Madness is so awesome. Um, it's called the... if I, I hope the, I'm getting the adjective right. I believe it's called the Silly Stage. The Silly and Stage. It just starts off the level with... Everything you know is wrong. <laughs> it says stage four, silly stage, everything you know is wrong. And it's it's absolutely true. So as you're playing this game, physics of rolling work. You know, you're always rolling downhill um, because you can't really roll uphill unless you have a whole lot of inertia behind you to shoot yourself up a hill. 
um, this stage, you are going, the, that's reversed. Going downhill, you can't do unless you wind up inertia, but you can roll uphill as if you were rolling downhill. Um, there's enemies in the stage, like the marbles and the, the, the munchers and the acid pools, but they're teeny tiny and you can roll over them and get a couple of seconds of extra time. Um, there's these weird birds that'll run into you and just teleport you somewhere else in the stage. <laughs> little, uh, the, the funnels that you go through turn into little things that your marble couldn't possibly fit through. And yet it does. This stage is really goofy and this music matches it. Now I'm not positive. I think this, uh, this, this track that we're going to listen to this version of it, um, the, every time the song loops, it goes faster and faster and faster, uh, which really adds to the uh, intensity. This also has kind of a circus flavor to it. Um, it is a goofy song, and I really like it, and it's my favorite stage in the game. So uh, let's go ahead and listen. Here is track number four from Marble Madness. Sorry, track number five, stage four from Marble Madness. <laughs> That's terrifying. It it is, and it's it sounds like a I don't know some sort of demented merry-go-round or something. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, that's exactly what it sounds like. But it so fits this stage because you're like all the physics are backwards, and I mean you're at stage four at this point, so you're really racing against time. And the further, the closer you get to the end, the harder it gets and the faster the music gets. You're just like, oh, I gotta make it to the end. Ah. <laughs> and it's so frustrating. Like towards the end, you got to roll down a hill and you're just like, I'm a marble. Why can't I roll down this hill? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, we've only got two tracks left. Uh, right. Like I said, short episode, <laughs> not, not a lot of music in this game, but well worth the time. Um, so the next one here is the final stage, and the final stage is really bizarre. They throw most of the tricks that the game has had before at you. I mean, you've got the acid pools are back, but you've got to make jumps, and they look really strange because this stage is really like lots of little pieces floating in space, and um, it's got disco floors, which are just cool looking. <laughs> they don't do anything. Um a really inconvenient spot for the the evil black marble, uh, and then the very end of the stage, the very end of the stage, the race against the clock at the very end is this, it's this disappearing, reappearing maze, like this piece of like the 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 ground that you can roll on is exactly as wide as your marble, and if you fall, you don't fall off the screen and respawn. You fall, crack into a million pieces, sweep yourself up, and then reappear. So you lose a ton of time every time you fall, 
and just the pieces it's not moving in a steady pattern it's just the pieces frame by frame disappear and reappear in the order of this maze and you have to roll through it perfectly to get to the end uh it's so stressful but this music on the other hand is it's really cool. It is a really, really cool piece of music. It's uh, It's got a really good groove to it. It's very kind of, I guess, spacey is the right word for it. Um, well, well, we'll listen to it. Here is Final Stage from Marble Madness. I know, yeah. It's not like uh, there's a lot to choose from. <laughs> See, I really like that track. Wow. Aww. I love the part where it just goes completely crazy. The 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 kind of, I guess, guitar solo thing that they got going on there is so interesting. It's so well plotted out, and the fact that it harmonizes with itself so well. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sad I, you didn't enjoy that I one. thought it was a little weird. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's just it's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that that's fair enough. I mean, it's it's certainly not my favorite either. It's it's better than the uh, the dreaded stage four. I'm oh sorry, God. stage three, which was basically just four notes over and yeah. over again. But um, <laughs> man, I, I I'm gonna go play this game as soon as we're done recording How, this. I'm just gonna. This is a very short game. It seems like ah, very short. It's like ten minutes long. Yeah, yeah, no, you can beat this game in in no time flat. It's a very short game. Um. It's a, I mean, it's an arcade game. It was, mm-hmm. it's very much of that era of, 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 you know, quarter munching. You know, because when you're playing this in the arcade and you're using the trackball, it's really hard to be precise because you're, you're just, you're rolling this marble through these wacky areas. Yeah. And you just keep dying and pumping more quarters in. And when it comes to a home release, it's like, well, you don't have to keep pumping in quarters. You can just keep going. You can keep playing as as many times as you want. I mean, you'll eventually get game overs. But um, yeah, it is it is a short game. It was um, that was one thing that was kind of disappointing when I was a kid. Was with the game was when we finally beat it. We were like, wow, there's really not much to this. Mm-hmm. But what there is is so entertaining and so good. Uh, and it it's it was one of the earlier examples of something that was subconsciously solidifying my love affair with David Wise's music. Uh, <laughs> David Wise, he loves you. That's right, I do. Come on the show sometime. I would love to talk to you. Never in a million years, man. Um, all right, so uh, here's the last track of the night, uh, which is the ending, which is, um, it's it's surprisingly, all these songs are so different from one another. This is the only song that's actually kind of like another song. It's, it's kind of similar to the final stage music, except it's a little more... Um, I guess celebratory. It's not really that happy. It's just kind of like, cool, man. You beat Marble Madness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it's another relatively short one, so uh, here we go. Here is the ending for Marble Madness. crazy i wasn't expecting that <laughs> there was like that pause i saw it and i'm like wait what's oh my god it was <laughs> like it a little right mini guitar solo a little just a, a little encore there <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah uh that was another <laughs> i guess i don't know if disappointment was the right word this game took me so long to beat man my sister was able to get through that ending stage and i would watch her do it and i just i kept trying and kept failing I eventually made it through that and I finally saw the ending for myself. It was like, there's nothing. It's just like a bunch of marbles bouncing all over the screen. It's like, it's little more than a screensaver at best. And I'm like, wow, that was it, huh? Hmm. All right, I can do this again. <laughs> I just started over and kept playing. Oh, boy. Uh, so, overall impressions. How do you feel about this soundtrack? It's, it was very, very short. I mean, I feel like I'd have to play the game to put the music to it. I don't think it's like something you could listen to by itself. I mean, I like listening to it, but it's not something I'd be like, I'm going to put it on my iPod and listen to it in the car. Yeah, I mean, in my, I, I have this just super uh, playlist of some of my favorite video game music and the tracks I have off of this game are uh, practice stage one final stage and ending like the other ones I don't really have on here mm -hmm. I like the songs but I don't listen to them leisurely uh, those are the only four tracks on here that I do and um, they're particularly practice and I, I'll probably throw in a couple of links to some some great OC remix tracks of the, the, the practice tune mm. um, but yeah I, I, I love this soundtrack and it really it's stuck with me for all these years and it's one of the things that makes me want to play this game more often than not like the game itself is really fun but this is one of those situations where the music really helps make the game it just it everything fits the stages so perfectly it's it's just an extraordinarily fun game uh to play and to listen to so yeah i guess that's it boy this is uh this is definitely one of our shorter episodes no yeah, <laughs> question wow. about it um, so uh, that's our show. Tune in next time as we hit you with another special episode about our favorite ice level tunes. Uh, it's a little seasonal fun we're doing. Uh, as always, we'd love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of these games, and you can do so on the Waveback Facebook page. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find out more information about our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally like, slash follow, slash subscribe to if you haven't already. Uh, and be sure to check out all the other great content we have over on our site at geekade.com. Uh, speaking of plugs, Vicky, do you have anything to plug? Um, I am working on another website, justrpg.com, where I do a podcast and a bunch of articles, and it's it's similar to Geekade, except we only do video games and just RPGs. <laughs> it gets a little sad. 
because I like Aww. talking about like indie games that aren't RPGs. Well, that's what you have Geek Age for. Yes. Uh, but the, the just RPG stuff, it's it's good content. It's a great site. Go check it out. Um, so there you go. Thank you again for listening. And on behalf of myself and Vicky.